0: This Shabbos, the Shabbos after Tisha B'Av, is called Shabbos Nachamu, the Shabbos that were comforted. And the reason for that name is because the Haftarah, that we read right after the Torah portion, this Shabbos in Shul, begins with the words of the prophet of the Navi Yeshayahu, who says, Nachamu, Nachamu, Ami, yomer Eleikeichem, Be comforted, be comforted, my nation, says Hashem. And, of course, that Haftarah is chosen because it is the Shabbos after Tishubah, the Shabbos after the day that we mourn the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash and the second Beis HaMikdash. And, therefore, we're given the promise of comfort that although there was a destruction and a second destruction, Hashem promises to ultimately comfort us with the redemption and the building of the third Beis HaMikdash. But the connection is not only to the Haftarah after the Torah reading, but to the Parsha itself, the name of the Parsha that we read this week is V'eschanon. V'eschanon means to pray, to beseech, to beg. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, VaEschanon al Hashem, I prayed to Hashem, I begged from Hashem to allow me to go into the land of Eretz Yisrael. So amazingly, the Shabbos after Tishabov, which is the day of our destruction and when we were exiled from the land of Israel, is when the name of the Parsha is the... Tefillah, the prayer, the request, the beseeching of Hashem to bring us back home. And that concept, the concept of tefillah, the concept that we always have the ability um, to come back to Hashem and ask, and ask again, and ask again. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I prayed to go into the land of Israel. Our rabbis tell us that he didn't pray once, he didn't pray twice but rather, as the numerical value of the word Vayeschanan, he prayed 515 different fila's different prayers, to go back to the land of Israel, teaching us the power of prayer. And as Jews, we don't give up, and we never come to a state where we say, okay, that's it, it's the end, it's just not going to happen. Rather, we continuously pray. And that alone is part of our comfort. We know that we can go back to Hashem, who has the ability to do all, and, and ask, and ask again like a child who never gets tired, of asking their parents when something is so meaningful um, and so important to them. And that's the Shabbos after Tisha B'av. But let's talk about this for a, a moment, this concept of prayer and asking Hashem for our needs. A very essential characteristic of prayer, perhaps the most essential, is requests. Requesting of Hashem our needs. In fact, the primary part of our davening, halachically, is the Shemona Esrei, the Amida. And that is... The majority is about asking requests. We also thank Hashem and we also praise Hashem. But by far the majority of our davening is requests. And requests, all different types of requests. Physical requests and health requests and monetary requests and spiritual requests. Requests for wisdom. Every area that we need, we turn to Hashem in prayer and we request of Him. And the question is asked, isn't that somewhat selfish? Here we have a relationship with Hashem. Davening prayer is a time when we relate We're talking to Hashem one and one And all we're thinking about is what we need And another request, and another request And I need this, and I need that Isn't that a selfish type of a relationship? Isn't that a selfish type of prayer? When it's about asking for our requests And this is a question that's obviously explored And a number of different explanations given But let me share one with you And that is that in truth The fact that we're requesting of Hashem is really an essential part of our relationship with Hashem as it's an essential part of every relationship. One of the most important parts of a relationship is the recognition that I need the one who I'm relating to, that I am incomplete, and the one who I'm relating to is able to give me what I don't have, is able to complete me. You know, arrogant people have difficulties relating with others. And the reason they don't relate well with others is because in their arrogance, they feel complete. They're not needy. They don't need anything. So if they don't need, and if they're complete, then why do they need another? And if they don't really need another, there's no relationship. When one is humble, and one recognizes that they're incomplete, and more than that they're incomplete, but that someone else has what it takes to complete me. Someone else has things... That I don't have and they're therefore able to help me and give me Then we have a a true relationship And this requires that level of humility or feeling of vulnerability Where we recognize that we are incomplete and the other helps me And the very same is with our relationship to Hashem When we come to Hashem and we, we ask Hashem for all the different needs that we have Physical and spiritual And it's interesting, many times we're asking for things that seemingly we really have already Right? We could be asking Hashem, we might be fully healthy, and we're asking Hashem to give us health. But I have that already. The Zohar tells us of one of the great sages who even when the food was already prepared for him in the kitchen, he davened for, to Hashem for his food. What we're saying is that we recognize that we are very incomplete. Even what we think we have, we need Hashem for. Yes, the food is prepared in my kitchen. Does that mean that that food is going to come to me and that it's going to help me and that it's going to satiate me in a healthy way? Not necessarily. I recognize that whatever I have, I'm incomplete without Hashem. And that's why prayer is all about requests, expressing our feeling of humility and vulnerability and need of Hashem and understanding that Hashem is the one who will bring us what we don't have. Amazingly, this works the other way as well. Because it's a two-way relationship. Us with Hashem and Hashem with us. Hashem tells us in the Torah, If you will go in my ways, the ways of Torah, says the Gemara, Hashem is begging us, He's asking us, please do my Torah, do my mitzvahs. Hashem is saying, I need you. Because Hashem created a world, and in the world there's a plan, and the plan is to bring godliness into the world and holiness into the world. And Hashem made the owners of the success of that plan, us. He gave us the freedom of choice to decide. Are we going to do what he wants or are we not going to do what he wants? And he's waiting and he's asking and he's begging. He says, I'm incomplete without you. I need you to do my Torah, do my mitzvahs in order to complete what I need. So it's a beautiful two-way relationship where Hashem made himself needy, so to speak that He needs us, and therefore He awaits for us, and therefore He's looking to see are we doing and fulfilling His needs. And we in turn, as human beings, obviously, are in constant need of Hashem. And that's what prayer is about, and that's what the essence of our relationship is about. So therefore, on this Shabbos, that the name of the Torah portion is prayer, it's a time to recognize that and to turn to Hashem and ask Hashem for all of our needs, both personal, physical, and spiritual, as well as collective, the need for Geula, the need for Mashiach, that we await for and have been promised that will be, and therefore we ask that it should be. And we in turn fulfill Hashem's requests from us and fulfill the need that He has from us and our behaviors. And Hashem should fulfill everyone's prayers in every area, bring everyone their personal redemptions and the collective redemption with the coming of Mashiach, may be even before this Shabbos. Have a wonderful Shabbos.